gorillas are so human-like, it scares me. Yeah, you can cross humans. I've seen it. No, not a gorilla. Maybe a gorilla, actually. Welcome back uh, to the Panhandles podcast. Just two uh, Oklahomies uh, chatting a little high school, college, professional basketball. Jake, how are you doing? I have uh, I've not got to talk any basketball with you this week at all. Yeah. I've been kind of gone. It's been radio silence on my end for about a week. Yeah. Just living that parenting adult life. It's pretty insane. Do you but- want to go ahead and explain to the handlers why you've been slacking in the basketball space? Or or at least to me, because I feel like I deserve an explanation, because pretty I much. texted you this week uh, about Kyrie Irving, and I didn't get a text back, so... Gosh, I guess it makes up for all those times that you didn't respond to my, like, seven texts in a row. Um, well... <laughs> um, well, I got a kid and a new job, <laughs> and... Life's, no excuses, busy. Kerr. What I is know this? priorities, priorities. I know, a I kid. know. I have a kid. Hey, but I'm ready. Your five minute recap before we started. I'm all caught up on what the heck is going on. Yeah, I was telling NBA. you the important stuff. Dwayne Dedman, uh, Isaiah Devon Hartenstein. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Devon Reed. Lakers signed. Uh, who was it? Damian. God, I don't even know his name. That's so upset. Jones. I think so. <laughs> Damian with an A. Lillard. No. They're not getting close to him. Yeah, Damian Jones, former son. Yeah. You know, you haven't <laughs> you haven't been here, but I the mind is the still sharp. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, this, we're uh, recording at about 5.50 p.m. exactly on Thursday, which means free agency has been going for about 50 minutes. And it, so far, I would say has been fairly exciting. I mean, we've had... It's a little dark in here. Did you set the mood? No, no. Like I said, it's 5.50 p.m., so the sun's setting. Uh, we've got sun's natural... setting? It's like four hours till the sun sets. It's, I mean, it's close. It's like 10% set already, so I can grab a light. We're at the second story of his loft. And... It's a bachelor pad. <laughs> it's a bachelor pad. Um... <laughs> yeah, but no, free agency's been moving pretty quickly. Yeah, I think Shams had eight tweets drafted already. Um... Pretty much kicked uh, Woj's butt right out the gate. Yeah, your guy, um, one of your friends or someone that you work with said, Sham's been calling ISO on Woj all day. Calling ISO. I don't remember who tweeted that, but that's a good tweet. It was good. It was solid. You would never be able to come up with that. Matt Uh, Sanders. Yeah, yeah, Matt, friend of the pod. Sham's out here calling ISOs on Woj. That's pretty good. (laughs) No Um, likes. Boom. I saw that too. That's sad. I didn't like that. Why didn't I do that? I, it, I think it happened to be right as Dork maybe got signed. Big so dog to, alert. Yeah. Derek kind of does that. That's no, okay. I don't. Uh, anyway, free agency has officially kicked off. Uh, there was quite a bit of, I mean, do we still have a definition for tampering at all? Marvin no Bagley re-signing with the Pistons, three-year, $37 million. That's not. That's not awful. I mean, he, is he what we thought he'd be? Absolutely no. He's playable. Is he? Yeah, I mean, he He's can he can be productive a hundred percent for uh, especially for Detroit <laughs> for a twelve million a year. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. That's like nothing today. Uh, do we know what do we know what tampering is yet? Because there were about four <laughs> deals that were done uh, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I'm not sure if that the NBA needs to look into that. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, we'll start out with Dort, I guess, since this is. Uh, 
an Oklahoma podcast. That's probably going to be the biggest news for Oklahoma City today. Lugan Stort mm-hmm. re-signing with the Thunder for $87.5 million for the next five years. $17.5 million a year. Sam Presti at the 2022 draft introductory presser said mm-hmm. that they would likely be picking up his team option. Uh, barring a major change, it seems there was. They declined that and signed him to a big deal. What are your uh, What are your thoughts on this? First of all, I think it's awesome for Lou Dort, a guy who's undrafted to then you know prove himself in the NBA and find a role that he excels in. Um, that's massive. I'm, I'm happy for the guy. For Oklahoma City, it's I shouldn't say it surprises me. There's a lot that can be done with this, as you were saying, kind of before the podcast. It's a pretty average deal for a guy like that. It's nothing too crazy. It's not super cheap. It's not super expensive. It's really fair. Um, and it's one of those things that a team that if he continues to excel in his role and prove that he is a guy that you know maybe a contender would want, Oklahoma City could get something for that. They could also keep him, pay him a fair amount, and get the most out of him for these next five years. Um, so I think I think it's fine for both sides. Um I wonder if there was any, and you might be able to touch on this. I wonder if there was any type of trying to move him pre-draft during the draft, trying to test and kind of see what his market price was. I, I, if those conversations didn't happen, I would be absolutely shocked. Now was, as I'm now calling him Sam, first name basis. Your boy. My guy, Sam, that I have personally chatted with, <laughs> dapped up. Uh, was it a smooth dap up? Uh, Did you ruin it? I didn't actually dap. It was a handshake. Uh, it was a pretty solid one. Yeah, I looked into his deep hazel eyes, and I said, "I love you." No, um, I, I, I think Sam Presti's smart enough to know that. I mean, these things are fluid. You know, mm-hmm. if you're gonna, if you put him up for sale, and there's a massive, massive offer for him, he's gonna take it. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't feel like the deals that are coming in have value, he's gonna keep them because he's a valuable player towards uh, what Oklahoma City's trying to build. And it's the same here. It's like this deal, like you said, it's it's not cheap, but it's not crazy either. Mm-hmm. The way that NBA money is trending right now, you know, the cap just got updated. Uh, Anthony Simons is signing $100 million deals. Uh, $17.5 million is almost nothing right. anymore. I mean, pretty soon that's going to be role player money. Definitely. If it's not already. Yeah, I was going to say it's turning into that. And, I mean, he's going to be a role player, and he's going to be really, really good at that role, and it's going to be a valuable thing. Now, does that mean Lou Dort's going to be in Oklahoma City for five more years? Who knows? I I mean, this is still a very, very tradable contract. This is not like, oh, he's here till 2028. I mean... Which I like as a Thunder fan. Yes. A lot. 100%. I think... Excuse me. I think it... It's good all around. I mean, you keep a good player on a good contract, but at the same time, you have the flexibility to keep moving, which is, I think, Sam Presti maybe had missteps like this the first go-round, where Mm. you Mm. get your major players, but you don't really have deals like this that you can kind of shake up the roster like we've seen these teams do in recent years. Uh, So I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, and I think it's perfect because he's so serviceable for what you need now. Um, And if you get get to be a team in his fourth, fifth year on on his contract and you're fighting for a top two or three spot in the West, like, excuse me, Lou Dort's a guy that you want to have. 100%. So, no, I, I like it a lot. Uh, let's stick with free agency. Let's go the KD Kyrie Nets situation. God, the most dramatic saga of all time. It really is. So, initially, it was like Kyrie wants out. 
he's prepared to sign for six million with the Lakers. He opts back in. Did you believe that at all? You know. (laughs) Oh God, wishful thinking. (laughs) No, I mean it really wasn't. It's like if there is a person on the planet who's going to look thirty-seven million dollars in the face and say nah, it's Kyrie Irving. Yeah, it is. I didn't believe it for a second. I'm like, no way. Well, good call because there was no way he was not going to take thirty-seven million. No. Uh, so he gets back, and the Nets are back all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> and now, as of today, Thursday, Kevin Durant wants out. So, like you said, it has been an absolute ordeal, a fiasco. Uh, it seems like all signs are pointing towards at least Kyrie and Kevin not being with the Knicks. And I would, Nets. I would argue, <laughs> Jesus, being with the Nets. And I would argue that Ben Simmons probably doesn't have a long-term future there either. He's feeling incredible, though. Did you see that? No. (laughs) He posted something on his Instagram story like an hour before Durant was like, yeah, I'm out of here. Requested a trade saying, feeling incredible. Feeling incredible. Durant was like, no, I'm not sticking around for that guy. I'm going to rain on this (laughs) dude's day. Yeah. But no, you're right. Those three, the odds that they're there next year, even for any longer period of time, are slim to none. I guess first, before we jump into like, what people can give for Kevin Durant. What do you do if you're the Nets? Do you stay competitive? Do you go full? I mean, do you literally amass 20 picks like Oklahoma City's doing? Yeah. I tank. Yeah. I'm I'm done. What Kyrie It's tough not having your own picks though cuz they're all locked up in Houston right now via the James Harden deal. Right. So let's like let's say Kyrie stays for however long. 1 year. Is it 1 year? Yep. Okay. So stays for 1 year. I mean, that in itself doesn't show any long-term promise. And honestly, if he stays, he's not going to play. It, not exactly. And then Ben Simmons, another guy who's a proven really good player, hasn't played in a while. Like Those are not the type of guys you want to build around, I don't think, right now. And so if there's a time to tank or draft class to tank for, this one's a pretty freaking good one. Do they have their pick this year, though? I don't know that they do. It's either in Houston or they have, or Houston has a swap for literally the next six years. Could, but I'm saying with with this, with dealing Kevin Durant or dealing Kyrie Irving or dealing whoever, could they get into that top spot area with multiple different teams? I dude, I don't know. I mean, you'd have to probably either trade with Houston, San Antonio, the trio of like Orlando, Detroit, Oklahoma City, and none sure. of those teams want Kevin Durant. Right. Yeah. It's tough because Kevin Durant's been one of those guys where it's like, if you want to do that, that's the dude to do it uh-huh. with. Yep. And now he's at the point, and I know that you're going to want to talk about this, but he's a little bit older, mm-hmm. still really freaking good at basketball, yep. but isn't you know, isn't a younger guy like Giannis who anyone would give up anything for. He's not a guy for the next five to ten years that could maybe be a reliable best player. He's not going up. You know what I mean? Yeah. It- and maybe Giannis isn't either, but Giannis is pretty far from going down. You know what I mean? So, he's never hurt. Yeah, right. Or anything. Um, I, I, But yes, I think they tank. I think that they throw it all in and try to get as many picks as they can, um, which isn't too off from where they were four years ago. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Don't want to be in that middle ground. Just don't want to be in that middle ground. At all. I can't believe I'm saying it, but I almost think. Middle ground might not hurt for a little bit. Maybe if you can find middle ground but find picks to where... Because you're a place like Brooklyn that's a bigger market? 
Yeah. Because o- Oklahoma City in the middle ground you don't like. The biggest thing about Brooklyn tanking is that they can't really control their own future. If they're getting good draft picks, it's going to be via another team, and okay. that team controls Brooklyn's future. You know what Fair. I mean? Fair. Mm-hmm. So that's scary to me to be like, oh, I'll go get six Phoenix Suns picks, and maybe the Suns are good always, and they're picking at 30 every single season mm-hmm. with absolutely no way for Brooklyn to be like, we're going to lose all 82 games this year and go get the number one pick. Then you're stuck at the bottom. Yeah. yeah. Then you're stuck at the bottom. Not, not even in the middle. You're at the bottom, and you're staying at the bottom. So I lean... I lean younger, established guys. Tyler Hero. Maybe mm. you stick with Ben Simmons. Maybe you go get DeAndre Ayton and Mikhail Bridges. I don't know. It. There's really no winning here. I mean, you're losing a top three player on the planet. Uh, the other one's a complete weirdo, and the other one is Ben Simmons. Mm. Also <laughs> probably a weirdo. Uh, it's tough. Let's, let's look into, like, obviously the Suns are apparently at the top of KD's range doesn't matter kitty doesn't have a no trade con- contract they could ship that dude to sacramento if they wanted to mm-hmm. not a bad option <laughs> uh sun's heat feel like the front runners right now what do you like out of those packages for for brooklyn let's touch on phoenix and you already mentioned this ayton is an obvious name that's probably going to be well, let me preface this by saying there was a report that said the brooklyn nets are not trading kevin durant to the suns unless they get back Devin booker that's not happening now that's probably posturing from both teams, but that has been put out there. So, yeah, I didn't. Even and do know you that. blame them? Blame them giving up Kevin Durant for Bridges and Aiton? No, <laughs> no, I don't either. No, I don't either. and not that they're nearly as good as Kevin Durant or produce the same amount as Kevin Durant. But if you if you if you have to get rid of him, regardless, Mikael Bridges and DeAndre Aiton are two dudes that I would think about doing it for. I agree. Um, them two, I think throwing Cam and do three or four first rounders. Cam Johnson, I was about to yeah. say the exact same thing. I, I think that's good. And then, and then you're in a position like you were saying, maybe still a playoff team, like may, may, like a team that can compete. They're not going to be a bottom three team. If you do that, mm-hmm. let's say you go McHale, great wing defender, and the dude can score. I mean, I think he averaged 17 this year. Oh yeah, he, uh, yeah. You have him. Aiton, I mean, we've talked about him. Great two-way player. I know a max is a lot, a lot for that guy, but he's going to help win you basketball. He's an all-star 100%. center. I, yeah. I genuinely believe that. He's probably a top five center in the league right now. Okay. I mean, good, good, good player. Let's say you flip Ben Simmons for like a starting caliber point guard. I don't want to say Brunson because obviously he just signed to the Knicks, but like a guy like Brunson that's like he can run your offense, good, solid player, maybe not going to put you over the top, but a guy like that, I don't know who that is. Flip Ben Simmons for someone like that. Hero. Type. It, yeah, I mean, they're not going to get... He might be a little much. Yeah. Fair. But yes, I agree. I like that. And then, I mean, you have Cam Thomas at the two. I think he can be a... Le- I'm not even joking. I know he's your guy. He could be a legit two guard. He yeah. could. He could score 14 points a game next year. Totally agree. If he's getting the ball. So, that keep... I mean, that's middle ground. But there's room for growth there, and there's room to get these picks uh, along with that. That's what I feel like the goal is. And... And with that team, you don't have a clear-cut best player. Mm-hmm. So when free agency rolls around next year, it's like, that team has hey, some proven yeah. young guys that are... That Nets team won 41 ex- games. <laughs> excelling in their role, um, assuming with the new coach. So kind of what happened no with, way Steve Nash is still there in a couple Jimmy years. Butler and the Heat. I exactly. mean, the Heat are a, a big market destination. They won a lot of games. You step into that there. as their best player, and it's like, we're pretty damn good. This is not only a great city to be in, but yeah, we're good. So I'm having fun. I like that a lot with Phoenix. Let's say Durant is shipped. What was the other one? Miami? Mm-hmm. 
Miami's a little bit different because there's not a guy that's like, oh, we're willing to shop him like the way Phoenix has been talked about. Aiton. I think Hero's got to be in that. He'd have to be mix. Um, if not Jimmy Butler, if not Bam, I'm not giving up Bam if I'm the Heat. I'm not either. But but I think if you're Brooklyn, it's like I want Bam over yeah. Hero. Most definitely. Yeah, but what good is just Bam out of bio? Do you? I agree. I, I agree. But the thing for me that separates the Heat and the Suns is the picks because the Heat good. are never not going to be a destination for people. If they suck one year, I mean, who's yeah. going to say that Devin Booker is not going to get tired of Phoenix and go sign in Miami and yeah. live it up there? So, <laughs> I mean, Phoenix's draft picks are just going to be much more valuable. Yeah, I'd, I, I I wouldn't trade with the Heat to be honest. I, I wouldn't do it. But okay, give me a team that maybe hasn't been mentioned that you'd be curious. If I am the Brooklyn Nets. I'm doing one of two things. I'm either going to go get a legit, legit top future top 10 player in the league. I'm going to hit up and see if Toronto wants to keep Scotty Barnes. I'm absolutely positive they do. But if there's any chance that they think Kevin Durant, Siakam, Fred Van Vliet, maybe OG. OG doesn't, maybe OG goes in that deal. Who knows? If there's any chance, because... I mean, we've talked about it. They're kind of in the middle between like half their players are 19 <laughs> years old, half their players are 25 and really good, and they're all really good. And On beautiful all... contracts. Yes, all of them. If there's any chance they part ways mm-hmm. with Scotty Barnes, I do that. I'm sure they wouldn't. I don't think so. Um, so I, I check on stuff like that. I mean, Detroit's not parting with Kate, obviously. Cavs aren't parting with Mobley. Mobley, obviously. But if there's any guys like that, I mean... We just saw the can I mean, the Kings are kind of a specific case, but they just parted with a really good player uh, who was in his rookie deal. So maybe that's out there. If not, I trade him to a terribly mismanaged team for six draft picks. I send him to New York for RJ Barrett, get yourself mm-hmm. a good player, and get six unrestricted or unprotected draft picks. I send him to <laughs> the Kings, don't really have any player you want, but I mean, Kings unprotected are like gold. Houston. Yeah, that's the thing is like Houston doesn't want Kevin Durant. No, here's here's a team, New Orleans. That's super interesting. Super <laughs> interesting. If you put in Dyson Daniels, and I mean you could do. I mean shoot, you could do Zion, Trey Murphy. Like that's a nice yeah. that's a nice nice Cam Johnson type piece that you could include. I, I don't think they move Ingram. I don't think so. I think he's the future there. And he got a lot better. He's shown that he can get better. He's shown that he can lead a team to a, to the playoffs. I think New Orleans is kind of like my not dark horse because there's no favorites in this right now other than Milwaukee and I mean uh, Miami and Phoenix. But I think New Orleans is an interesting destination because they've got so many up and coming young guys. Might could have decent if, picks. If I'm the Nets, I would totally totally take a package of Herb Jones, oh. Dyson Daniels, Trey Murphy. CJ and picks. That might be too much from the Pelicans. Maybe but, not even the picks, but I, I think picks or CJ. I, I think, think CJ would have to make the money work. They get you cl- That's true. I think they get you close to what Phoenix gives you. In my mind, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I like that. It could be a sleeper. It could be a sleeper. Who knows? Uh, who else? I mean, the Lakers have been mentioned as like a duo of Kyrie and Kevin could go to LA. I'm assuming for what would be AD and Westbrook. Jeez. That will never happen. What a I mess. Mean, Why? Yeah, it would never happen. What would the Nets... Well, I mean, 
The Nets are going to look at last season and be like, yeah, we want two of those guys. Be in the same position they are right now. Yeah, no, it, there's no way that happens. Interesting. Uh, and I mean, the Lakers, they're gridlocked. They don't have any picks to give up. What are you going <laughs> to give up, 27 and 29? <laughs> yeah. They've got to be hurting already. The Pelicans own their whole future. Ah, it's tough. What about Jalen Brunson, man? Jalen Brunson, four years, $110 million, uh, $28.5 a year to play for uh, his daddy's team, New York Knicks. That is – we like Jalen Brunson a lot. I'm a big Jalen Brunson fan. He's Always good. have been. I Dating back the, to Nova. On, on one of the first podcasts, I said if he was 6'5", he'd be a top 20 player in the NBA. I stand by that. He's not 6'5". He ain't worth $28.5 a year, man. That's a ton of money. For a guy who really blossomed in a series in the playoffs. And he, he was good all year, and he's been good, and he's improving. But, like, man, Jalen Brunson? Crazy, dude. Jalen Brunson? I mean, you're saying he's your best or second best player with that type of contract. Like, the guy or second guy you'll build on. What happened? Lonnie Walker, one-year deal with the Lakers. That's a pretty good pickup for the situation yeah, they're in right another now. another guy that can't shoot. <laughs> you got you have me going. I thought you were gonna agree with me. I like Lonnie. I do too, but why? You get rid of Malik Monk who can shoot and pick up Lonnie. Well, Walker? They, they just don't have options. I mean, they're having to sign anybody they can. Their hands, they have, are, their hands are tied. They have to fill seven rosters. I like Lonnie Walker so a lot. Lonnie he, is one of those. That I think that's pretty. Solid. I thought he was going to Boston. Um, but yeah, Jalen Brunson, really good dude. Great, I think third option. Speaking of. Woj, as of eight minutes ago, free agent guard Jalen Brunson, armed with a five-year, $106 million-plus Mavericks offer, is headed into a meeting with the New York Knicks within the hour. Maybe he's going to squeeze a little more money out of the, the Knicks. I mean, it's... Hmm. Wait, I thought this deal that we're talking about was done. Well, it seemed that way. Jeez, Louise. I don't know. I think to say Jalen Brunson's a top one or two guy on your team is really really tough or to financially put him there is man you either got to see something in him that i don't think the consensus sees or you're poorly managed i mean at the end of the day the knicks don't know what they're doing so they have absolutely no clue and i mean we saw brunson is the second best player on a team second best option on a team with dallas yeah and they were oh they overachieved i think in the playoffs I mean, Luca beating Phoenix in the second round. I mean, Luca just grazed that entire situation because he's just unbelievably good. It's like and saying so like, ball dominant. Oh, it's almost like those LeBron teams. It's That's like, fair. You had LeBron teams where the second best player shouldn't have been the second best player, and they were making the finals. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's that's a good point. That's, that's not going to happen today. I don't think. I just don't. I just don't see him and Julius Randle being like, "Hey, that is the duo that we want out east." But I don't manage NBA teams. I'd love him in Dallas, though. Who? Jalen Brunson. You'd like him in Dallas? Yeah. yeah. For the reason you just said. Not for that much money. Not, not for, for that much not money. Not even for what Woj just said. I don't know. Because well, if, cause if you got Luka, it's just like, we can do whatever. Yeah, like, Luka's generational. I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I don't need to prove that to you. You know that. No, but it's like. No. That's tough, though, man. You, you really got to fill out a roster. I'm not sure getting top heavy with Luka is the answer. What do you think about it? I assume you have similar opinions. Uh, the Brunson deal? Yeah. I like him a lot. I don't think it's... I mean, I think people are overreacting a little. It's an overpay. It's not... I don't think it's, like, crippling. No, it's not disgusting, but it's... I mean... It's an overpay. It's an overpay. And it's weird that a, a 
organization like the New York Knicks have to overpay. Uh, but the way that they're run, that's what's having to happen <laughs> now. Worst. Uh, I don't. I mean, the thing for me is like if you overpay to go from playoff constant to contender, fine. If you overpay to go from out of the playoffs to in the playoffs, fine. Nick Claxton, two-year, twenty mil with the Nets. Dang, I can't believe he's going back there. Yeah. He might have been restricted. I like that. Dude. I don't know. Yeah, I like Claxton a lot. I don't. I don't know how he fits there. I guess. I guess it's about to get blown up. Maybe he does fit there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this gets the Knicks from what <laughs> out of the playoffs to back uh, where they were last year. First round exit, maybe. Yeah, exactly. And honestly. I'm a big R.J. Barrett fan, but it's getting tough to look at him as a number one option anymore. Like, He's not. No. At and all. I mean, I, th- I mean, I thought he could be maybe two or three years ago. Mm, maybe wow. he'll get to that point. No, yeah. Any, and anymore, it's like he's going to have to be here two, three. I, I don't know. It's, Which is fine because he can defend. Right. I, I like R.J. Barrett still, but yeah, the Knicks are, I mean, they're just not looking too hot. I agree. It's a place I would look at if I was Brooklyn. I know that shipping him across town was probably not ideal, but I'm telling you, six unprotected Nets picks would be Knicks. I've mixed them up twice. On this That's podcast. okay. I'm going to take that, L. I'm going to do that. I'm going to take it. Uh, let's talk about some other ones. Monk to the Kings. What does that do for you? I think it was like somewhere in the 20 mil ballpark. Yeah, 10 a year. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't really have any strong opinions on it. All right, moving on. The Kings are terrible. Yeah. The Kings are terrible. Well, well let's walk through it. De'Aaron at the one. Monk at the two. So Damian Mitchell's just not playing the dude they drafted the lottery last year? He's going to be six, man. He'll be fine. Uh, is, who's their three? I mean, Will it be... Is Harrison Barnes still there? Yeah, Barnes and then Keegan Murray Sabonis. Come on. It's kind of fun. Yeah, kind of fun. I bet they're they're in the plan. Whoa! I mean, that 10 seed, surely 10 out of 15. Book it here. Do it right now. Lock it in. The Kings will be the 10th seed in the the Western Conference. Locking that in. God, I'm not locking that in. It's the freaking Kings, dude. Yeah. There's no way you can bet anything on the Kings. They're going to win the NBA championship. I like Malik Monk a lot. I think he's a heck of a player, but I don't know. He's always been a guy I've had a soft spot for. I don't know why. Me too. In college, I was like, man, I was a Monk fanatic. Uh, Jokic and Booker, new Supermaxes, nothing crazy. Nope. Jokic is now the highest paid player in the league, which I know makes Jake, uh, not in the league, ever in history, uh, which I know makes Jake sad because he doesn't like to admit I'm right, but I'm right. He's, I mean, oh. <laughs> Jokic is. Derek's uh, right. The back-to-back MVP is a good basketball <laughs> player. <laughs> no. Okay, Derek. Give him his trophy. <laughs> <laughs> I was just joking. Uh, Oladipo back to the heat on a one-year I deal. I saw that. I, I thought he'd be out. I don't know. Uh, Bradley Beal signing to the Wizards, $250 million. I saw someone the other day tweet, if you get 250, 250 million instead of chasing rings, do it, man. Why not get $220 million on a good team? <laughs> well, All right. I don't know uh, if a good... Do you think a good team wants him? Nothing against Beal. Probably. Like, I saw stuff with Boston. Now, that's an interesting Kevin Durant destination. The Wizards. Not sure they have any players to give, but again, unprotected Wizards picks. Definitely. And I mean, KD Beal is interesting. They're not going to win a championship. No, but that's interesting. They don't have any players. Durant going back to D.C., where he's from. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Uh, He's been linked there for a while. Johnny Davis would be in that. Always. Maybe Denny, maybe Rui. But 
No, I just I I don't think Beal's a guy that moves the needle a ton for a lot of contenders. You don't think? I, I like him a lot, but it's like where does he fit? And he's only ever been the best player on a team, other than when John Wall was in his last couple of years in Washington. So I, I, Someone would swing. I mean, it's the NBA. They're I, I think they would too. But like Boston, there are rumors that you know him and Tatum are boys, and like mm-hmm. I just feel like that'd be a weird fit for a Boston team who's growing drastically to add a guy like him into the mix as you're already a contender. It's like, I just don't see how that fits with some of those teams that he was linked to. Totally agree. Uh, Beal back to the Wizards. Portis back to the Bucks on four years. We Love both it. like this deal a lot. Bobby Portis is so good, man. Yeah, and uh, it's pretty clear that the Bucks value him. There was a report, I don't know if it was real or not, that said he was going to go to the Warriors. I saw that too. <laughs> uh, I'm glad he didn't. Man, I'm me. glad he's sticking with the Bucks. Portis is really good because the Bucks don't have a ton of like elite youth. Portis is like 28, 29. Mm-hmm. That's not, I mean, dude, if you can lock him down for a few more in his prime while he's going to play there, a lot of quality basketball for the next four years. Very important. And man, he showed glimpses of being able to go get a bucket this year, which I really, really, he's, he's really, really good. I think it's fair, which is, <laughs> this is a crazy statement because he punched his teammate in the face. I think he's a glue guy at this point. Like Bobby Portis is a glue guy. Easily. Yeah. That's good. I like that. Yes. Uh, Bamba. Well, so let's let's stick with the Bucks. Jingles, baby. Jingles. Joe Ingles to Big, the Bucks on a one-year deal, awesome. six and a half million. That's awesome. I hope he bounces back strong because I know it's not going to be easy. He's an older guy. Uh, I'm coming off a pretty pretty serious injury. I think shoot threes, don't have to dribble. Yeah, but he was. He was such. A, uh, I agree. He was a defensive presence. Yeah. It's sad. It'll be good. I it, hope it, it'll be good. It's a good fit for him because you got a guy like Giannis who has the creates. A lot of their offense getting downhill. Same with Drew Holiday getting downhill. Not not elite three point shooters. He'll have his role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like him. Uh, Bamba back to the Magic for two years. It's not a big. It kind of surprised me though. I thought he would be on the move. I totally agree. He's a weird fit there now that they have Paolo. I mean, he's not going to start. No, no, he's not going to start and just continue to back up. And Orlando's a weird. I don't know. It's it's a weird fit. I kind of thought he'd be a guy that some teams might pay a little bit. I did too. I mean, there's not a lot of floor stretchers his size out there that can defend a little bit. Yeah, but he's not going to make a living in that middle ground. But I mean, paint presence and three point shooting. I think he averaged like 38 percent on four attempts from three. That's <laughs> yeah. pretty dang good. For he had, a, he had a couple games where he hit more than five. Like, that's that's pretty wild. Yeah, I, I thought honestly he'd be on the move as well. Maybe <laughs> maybe they value him a little more more long term than I thought. I don't. Know. I thought Oklahoma City. I thought that could be a guy that Oklahoma City liked if pre-lottery, if they weren't able to get a Chet. Maybe, yeah. I really think Oklahoma City, and I'll bring this up later too because we have a question about it. I think Oklahoma City is pretty dedicated to staying within themselves and not really reaching out and and Mm -hmm. relying on outside sources to to get back into contention. Uh, Anthony Simons, four years, $100 million extension. What do you think of this? This is an interesting one. 25 a year for Anthony Simons, who they they genuinely don't know how he fits next to their best player on the team. I'm, Damian I'm high on Simons. Okay. I, li- I like Anthony, si- Anthony Simons. Did I just say something wrong? Just then? What? Did I say something wrong? Did I mispronounce something? No. Why? It sounded like I said... An- Anthony? Yeah, it sounds so strange when you say it. <laughs> it's a weird name. <laughs> when I, I said I like, it, you looked at me. I was like, "Did I just like lisp? no?" no, no. <laughs> Anthony Simons. I like him a lot. Four years is a hundred is a, a lot of money for a dude that hasn't, you know, like you said, they don't really know how he fits next to Dame. Super duper ball dominant. Um, 
But I like him a lot, and I think he's a guy that um, I think you know people project Jordan Poole to be a guy that can go get buckets, average twenty a game, have that role. I, I view Anthony Simons as the same, and I I even think just a little bit better. Um, so I don't I don't hate it, but in a few years we could be looking and be like, this is a terrible contract for a guy who did not prove much before he got it. Again, just like the Brunson deal, I don't think it's crippling. I mean, if Lou Dort's going to get 17 and a half, Anthony can totally get 25. I think, like I said earlier, I just think the way the NBA is trending with the cap being raised, with money being thrown at people more and more, 25 might be normal for Anthony Simons here in a little bit. But I agree, it could also very, very likely be a contract we look back on and be like, wow, that was quite of an overpay there. So we don't. I don't want to flex or anything. We don't have very many sources, you and I. You have a lot more than me, but it's like we don't know anyone with their ear to the NBA world. We kind of do. <laughs> um, I had heard last year mm-hmm. from someone that I know that Portland views Anthony Simons as a guy that they could build around. Mm. <laughs> and so... It doesn't really surprise me. Um, they like him a lot. I'll be curious to kind of see the direction they go these next couple of years. I think, and I don't think I mentioned it on last week's pod. I think I told you either pre or post, but the Shaden Sharp pick feels mm. like a very middling pick to me in the fact that... I hated that pick. In the fact that, no, he doesn't help right now. And that's exactly what they did when they went and got Jeremy Grant. They want like win now stuff, and they're re-signing Simons. They want to win now. Shaden Sharp's a future pick, so it feels like they're kind of they're in limbo. They don't know which side they want to be on. Yeah, and maybe not even as much limbo as covering their bases. Like, yeah, we're gonna try to get as many wins as we can, but we got options. <laughs> but yeah, we have we have options later, which I honestly think is smart because. They're not going to win the championship. I mean, they're no. not going to get close. They have no idea what's going to happen with Dame. No. And I, I get holding on to a guy like that, super loyal to him, pay him all his money. If he wants to be there, great. But covering your bases is smart with yeah. Shaden Sharp and with Anthony Simons, and that works. That's a good perspective, Derek. Thank you. Glass half full. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I lost my outline here. Anything else? Uh, free agency-wise, let me do a quick Twitter scan. I'm going to go to Shams first because he is, like we said, he has just been slopping that man up. Just wiping the, wiping the floor with What? Him. Yeah, you heard Slopping me. that man Slop up. Slop him up. You don't watch uh, I Think You Should Leave? No. Oh, sad. Troy Brown Jr. to the Lakers. I like that signing too. I mean, I guess they were always going to get NBA players, but in my mind, when you have seven open roster spots, I'm like, God, who's going to be on there? Moses Brown? Wesley Matthews sticking with Milwaukee. <clears throat> Interesting. I like Wesley Matthews. Jay Sean Tate, back to Houston. PJ Tucker. Oh, did you see that? No. Three-year, $33 million Sixers? deal with Philly. Yeah, I like that. I think that's a good good pickup for Philly. How old is he, though? 30. Probably 30. Four? Yeah, thir- three or four. He's up there, man. He is up there. Um, 37. Oh, my God. He doesn't do a lot, a lot. I mean, he sits under the board and waits for offensive rebounds and yells at people when they mess up. So I don't know if we missed anything else. Royce O'Neal, 
undoubtedly. Bo Cruz got cut. Who? Juancho Hernan Gomez. Oh. What did you say the first thing was? Bo Cruz. Who's that? You haven't watched Hustle? No, I haven't actually. I'm I'm sure the second we hop off here, there's going to be a ton of news. Katie's going to get traded the second we press unrecord. <laughs> so as the draft has now concluded, it's been over for a week now, mm-hmm. and free agency is just kind of getting started. Right. What NBA team do you think, and we can do this post-free agency as well, what NBA team do you think increases their number of wins the most from last season to this next season? Wow. Um, Here, let me, I got you. <laughs> yeah, I was about to Google the standings. Um, I think a popular one. Detroit's big. Detroit is big. Um, Detroit's probably, they're, they're probably my odds on favorite kay. right now. Atlanta, 43 and 39. I, I They'll increase it, but they get 53 wins, 55 wins. Yeah, there, I mean, there's obviously those kind of middle teams that'll go up, but no one's going to make the jump probably that a team like Detroit would. Oklahoma also, City's interesting. Man, they are. It, it, they could win 45 games next year. They could win 20. I, I have no idea what direction they want to go in. I really... No, nah, I think 45's a whole bunch. A whole lot. 40. Yeah. I would lean more towards that number. I, I think I would too. It's, I mean... I'm just not sure people realize that are going to realize the talent that they've added until they see it on the court. Yeah. I mean, Chet Holmgren is going to be dominant. It might not be this year. Ooh. My bad. Los Angeles Clippers. Ooh. I mean, yeah, that's a cop out, though. That's too easy. I mean, shoot, what? How many did they win, though? 42. They won 42 already? Ah. They get up to 50. They get up to 60 almost. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I bet the Suns add on. I bet they add Lakers. Sixteen more wins. Uh, I mean, I that's mean, a that's a pretty solid I option. Mean, I guess. They could add twenty wins. It wouldn't Easily. surprise me if they got to fifty. Okay. What about a team that you think drops drops the most games? Spurs. Really? Spurs could drop. Yeah, fifteen or sixteen. Yeah. Uh oh, we didn't even talk about Jante. Did I say it right? Dude, I stood in the mirror for an Dejante. hour today trying to say it. Dejounte, Dejounte Murray. That was a big thing. Uh, Dejounte Murray to yep. the Hawks big. Uh, for what was it? Three firsts and Gallinari, who has already been bought out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I like Gallo. I did too. Uh, three firsts, unprotected uh, firsts to the Spurs for Dejounte. God, I'm I'm like unstoppable now that I you can are. say it. Him and Young pair. Really nicely together. I think they complement each other well. Um, the things that Trey Young is not as great at, I think DeJounte Murray covers a little bit and is stronger at. And vice versa, I think the things that Murray struggles with, um, Trey excels in. I think Trey Young is going to be the outright scoring champion in the NBA this year. Maybe by a long ways. That's kind of interesting because like they're adding or taking the ball away from his from him more, which I think is going to help him. Interesting. I do. So you see him as a two for sure. I think he plays a two. Uh, I don't know. No, I think he plays more one, but I but I think he'll play more two than he has in the past, and I think he's going to get a lot more open shots due to the you know abilities to get downhill like Dejounte Murray has. Um, I think there's a little too much emphasis on the fact that they both need the ball. Oh. 
Because, I mean, what did this playoffs just tell us? Right. You need multiple creators, especially ones that, like you said, can help each other in areas that they're maybe not as strong in. And that's what we talked about the whole time watching Atlanta. It's like, Trey can't do it by himself. Exactly. There's no one that can do it by themselves. Right. Like, Giannis, maybe. But it's like, it's, it's hard to do it by yourself, especially as a, you know, not an elite, crazy, massive athlete. And we just talked, you know, they need someone that can defend and they need someone that can handle the rock. DeJounte Murray does both of those things at a high, high level. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's a nice fit. I think there's a few people, and I think you might have tweeted this or maybe texted me that it feels like that's Eastern Conference Finals like or bust type team. Uh, I said if they add Aiton or oh, Gobert. Okay. And I, yes. I was going to bring that up here in a minute. Is If, the, if they add either of those two players, oh, that pushes. <laughs> I think their floor is the Eastern Conference Finals. That moves the needle quite a bit. Yeah. I think right now they're still, you know, might win a playoff series or two type team. Um, that's a really, really strong backcourt, especially since they're both so young. Um, I like it a lot. They need to make another move. They got to make another move because I'm not sold on them being a contender quite yet. Big 10, Pac-12 news. <laughs> they've been accepted 2024 baby here hey. comes link riley and uh whoever the heck is over at ucla i don't know anymore nice uh yeah they're headed out there yeah what were you saying <laughs> it's your turn to it's speak turn. on what you think about that uh i love the backcourt pairing like i said i don't think they're quite there yet I do think it's pretty impressive that they managed to hold on to Collins and and keep Herder, some of these these role player guys that they need to fill the gaps. Bogdan, uh, I just I don't quite see them there yet. Could they be a team that makes the Eastern Conference Finals run? Totally. I mean, they did it without Dejounte Murray uh, in an albeit weaker weaker run. Doesn't matter. Uh, but I think if they add Aiton, if they added a Gobert without absolutely gutting, kind of like I said, the the fill in the gaps guys, Agreed. if they could get out of it with just giving up like a Collins and maybe a couple more picks, I guess if you had to get rid of one of Herder or Bogdanovich, whatever, uh, but I, I think that would be a really, really solid team, honestly. I, I agree. I think you move Collins. I don't, I don't think he plays for Atlanta next year. I really think that they think they can make another move and get rid of him, and I think he's disposable because they have DeAndre Hunter, who is, I would, this might be odd. I'd much rather have DeAndre Hunter than John Collins. I think DeAndre Hunter is very, very valuable. Yeah, I don't think that's that's hot at all. I totally okay. agree. Uh, now, would you do Hunter and maybe a pick or maybe a player for Gobert? Because, I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, you would. Yeah, I mean, you just I don't get Gobert's. Too. Right, I mean, and him next to a Trey Young. That's... He's a top five defender all time. I mean, statistically, we can we could debate it, obviously, but now I think, I think John Collins, Herder or Bogdanovich, and a pick could get you even more. Really? Yeah. I don't know what Collins' trade market value is right now. To be honest, I don't know. It's similar to Hunter, I'd assume. Maybe. Unless he, they, he came uh, off an injury. Allegedly, Atlanta views Hunter as close to untouchable. He's not untouchable. I love they would trade him for Hunter. a lot of stuff. But, yeah, I mean, solid, lengthy forward, can defend. Who else Who else would you like to see them get? The Hawks. I mean, there's not a lot of guys out there, especially front court options. Or they can make moves for. They can make moves I for. I really like Aiton there, man. man. I think as a screener, as a – I mean, he's an upgraded version of Clint Capella, who – 
has been good for the Hawks. Oh, if they yeah. could if they could ship Capella and Collins to Phoenix. Who that? I mean, that's a good return for Aiden at this point. It seems like Aiden kind of has him in a stranglehold contract wise. Because front court guys are there's not as many good ones as there are wings and guards. Right. You keep Capella and say that's our five man. Trade other dudes to get a wing or a forward that's gonna move the needle. I think if you can't go get a star, star, well, I say star, star. Aiden's not really that. If you can't go get a really high-level guy like that, maybe you just run it. Ben Simmons? I like that, honestly. I like that a lot. Man, that would be – because didn't Ben Simmons pass up the notorious layup on Trey Young? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, <laughs> well, yeah, I think quite so. The, yeah. Quite the uh, switcheroo. I would like Ben's fit there. I do too. Uh, but I'm still on the Ben train, so. Okay. You want to answer some Twitter questions? Let's do it. Uh, question number one from Elliot Yinger. Did Presti tell Lou he would pay him per year his average points from the past season, uh, which I believe was 17.2, and he's now making 17.5. So, yeah, pretty close. I think that's how they negotiated things. That should be how players actually get paid. Five points per game. Yeah. Rudy Gobert makes 13 a year. Draymond makes six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Six mil. Uh yeah. Who would make the most? I mean, James Harden would have actually made close to his contract that one year. 37. Jeez Louise. Mike would have made a lot of money. Well, what if they what if they um add up points, rebounds, Ooh, and assists? God. Who would make Westbrook. the most? Yeah, Westbrook in his heyday would Harden. have made fifty million a year. Harden. I mean, that's not crazy. That's no Harden, Westbrook, LeBron, Giannis. It adds up. Like the, the best Lord. the best deals in the league would have been Jokic. the best players in the league. So yeah. Now what are some bad ones? Like that would be They add up to a bunch, but it's like, dude, they were playing on a horrible team. Like Miles Bridges would be making Westbrook. probably thirty million a year. <laughs> um, which actually he's about to get paid. So this isn't geez, that crazy. Dude, what a, wow. Elliot Hinger, you might be on to something here, <laughs> yes. man. Uh, this one from Sam Tomlinson, Pac-Man Tomlinson. Assuming no major changes to the roster except the cuts of the bottom guys, what do you expect the Thunder seed to be next year? Win total. Uh, we kind of touched on it. I think 9-10. Seeding? Yeah, I think maybe 9-10-11. Lower, lower half that plan area. Lower uh, half. Win total is interesting. 35. Yeah. What did last year's? 25, 25? Last year's 10 seed won 34. Yeah, 30, 36, 35, 34. Last year's 10. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Somewhere in the 30s. I'll officially go 10 seed, 35 wins. Dang That's it. probably what I'll say. Yeah. So I took the good one. So you got to pick like 2 seed, 49. I'll wins. say 9 seed, wins. 38 wins. Uh, Steven Treat, Street 99 Thoughts on, and then he posted a picture. It's Adrian Wojnarowski tweeting that free agent center Damian Jones has agreed to a two-year deal with the Los Angeles Lakers. And then Buddy Heald replies and says, Thunder, with a, with an arm emoji. I don't know what to think of that. What is that? He's a... Buddy's a weird dude. He's probably just saying, like, oh, that's that's thunder. It's probably, like, a cool new thing to say. Oh, that's super thunder, bro. Totally thunder lit, homie. 
Thunder deal, Woj. Thunder deal you got there. Uh, no, I'd be pretty surprised if Buddy Hill ends up on the Thunder. No, I doubt it. One of my friends who played at OU, he uh, he got to play pickup with Buddy Hill before. And he said that when, like, when he got competitive, his accent like kicks in like crazy. You don't understand a word he's saying except for the F word. Like it's the one thing that you can like decipher and understand. Um, but yeah, few players I love more than Oklahoma Buddy Heel, dude. I'd stay up till eleven p.m. Here, to watch that dude. Can I tell you a good story? Yeah, it'll be quick. So, Trey Young, before the OU season started, his freshman year at OU, and so Trey Young and I are in the same graduated at the same time from high school, and so um, I was there with my buddy Reed, who was a walk on at OU. And I was watching like a practice, okay? And so they go through practice and it's, it's the beginning of the year. And so it's very, um, I hate to say going through the motions. It's nothing crazy, mm-hmm. right? Well, Ryan Spangler, who used to play at OU, had like a kid's camp that he was hosting in town um, in Norman during the day at that day. Right. And so Ryan Spangler, Isaiah Cousins, and Buddy Heald, amongst other ex-OU players, were there helping out Ryan Spangler's camp. At the end of practice, they came and um, they started scrimmaging. And they had, like, you know, the alumni come and you know, play with them because they could still hoop. And, you know, Buddy Heald's playing in the NBA. Isaiah Cousins at the time was on a two-way deal or something like that. Um, Derek's telling me to stop messing with the mic as I'm talking. <laughs> I know y'all could hear that. You ruined it. Anyway, continue. continue. Um, and so, you know, what I had known of Trey Young is, like, dude who's scoring 40 a game in high school. But I'm like, I don't know. Like, he's little. Yeah. And weak and like, <laughs> you know, not very physical. I'm just like, I don't know how that's going to translate. And I was like, this will be a lot of fun to see what happens. And so I load up Ryan Spangler, Isaiah Cousins, and Buddy Hill on one team. I watched for like an hour straight Trey Young just do Buddy Healed so, so dirty. The entire, <laughs> it was, first it was Isaiah Cousins. Right. Who, who I, I liked. Who was really, and he's so physical, man. He was yeah. killing those dudes. Then it was then Buddy got pissed because they lost and he was like, I'm picking up this little dude. Yeah. Trey just busted him the entire time. Trey and I kid you not, Trey would pick him up. I don't want to say full court. Trey would like guard Buddy Healed. Like guard Buddy Healed. Wow. And it wasn't like I mean, Buddy still got his buckets here and there, but it was a lot of isolation, like shooting step backs from the perimeter. Mm-hmm. Trey won the matchup and was the best player on the court by a mile. At like seventeen, it was. I thought he was like. Probably dude, 23. I watched this. I'm just like, what? And this was when Buddy Hield, you know, is like he he up and went coming. Like, what eighth in the draft that yeah. year for the Pelicans? Like, and and not too far removed from OU, where he was one of the best players in final, OU history. Final four run, yeah. Like, and Trey Young just did whatever he wanted to do. To that poor guy. That's awesome. I it was it was it was really cool. It was really cool to be there. Um, my boy Reed. I don't know if he really got in or anything, but he was. His team won because he was on the younger guys' team. Gotcha. Very cool. Fun stuff. Very cool. Uh, next question. Mr. Winters. Anyone the Thunder might target in free agency? Uh, I mean, they got 21 players, I think, on the roster right now. I really have a hard time seeing it. Like oh. I said earlier, I think they want to stay pretty contained with this thing. Uh, anybody you bring in is just going to be taking minutes from maybe potentially the four guys they just signed. I, I don't see it. I know it's a lame answer, but no, I, I don't think they sign anyone. I'm right Dort's a big get. I'm right there with you. I don't think they do. Um, I don't know if there's a name or a guy that they want to pursue as much as the, you know, is what's available right now. So no, I don't see it. At the most, I think they take a shot on maybe a front court piece, 
maybe you go out and sign someone random. But yeah, I don't see it. Uh, next question, Oklahomgren. Dort overpay, question mark. I mean, we, we pretty much covered this earlier. Yeah, fair. Five it's, years ago. It's an like... overpay right now. In two years, it's not going to... I mean, it's going to be completely normal. I think a lot of people outside of Oklahoma City think it's actually really, really good. Probably pay, so. Because they, so. they still see Dort. And not, I'm not downplaying Dort's performance, but as a lockdown defender, mm -hmm. that's getting a lot more efficient or a lot better offensively, not more efficient, um, which could be the case. But no, I think it's a fine deal. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Jeff, Oki tied uh, over under three years until Dort gets traded. I say over. I think it'll be more than three years. I could totally see him hanging on to him for three more years. Now, if he does get traded, three years is a pretty good number. I, I think that's the cutoff. There's I'll go Two under. years left on his deal. I'll go you under. Think? I think the Thunder perform like get a little bit better quicker than people think. Dort is going to be playing really well. Becomes a hot commodity. Move him, and I don't know. Add a piece. Yeah. Uh, I have a would hard. Would you rather for you for the first time since I think episode one? So if you don't, if you haven't listened since then, it's our favorite you, segment. Yeah, if you've started listening uh, from episode two through episode 10, uh, we did a segment called Hard Would You Rather, which is essentially a would you rather question uh, basketball related. Because hardwood. Yeah. Right. Thanks, Jake. Appreciate that. <laughs> uh, hard Would You Rather, 1v1 a bear or a gorilla? Not in basketball. In basketball. Not with your face. Yeah, you, you got to take them on the court. You got to get to the hoop. A bear. Okay. You'd rather play against a bear? <laughs> yes. Okay, you're wrong for two reasons. Uh, bears are so good at basketball, they named a team after them. Grizzlies. Uh, number two, bears run 30 miles an hour and want to eat your face off. Wait, I could just shoot real quick. Okay, bears run 30 miles an hour and want to eat your face. Gorillas are so human-like, it scares me. Yeah, you can cross humans. I've seen it. No, not a gorilla. Maybe a gorilla, actually. That's <laughs> <laughs> just saw the whole thought process on Jake's face. Not a gorilla. Maybe a gorilla. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no, yeah. Bears want to eat you. Gorillas don't want to eat you. Only your face sometimes. That's a good question. Thank you. You went to the zoo recently. <laughs> yeah, I did. You I like, thought of it a lot. You like the Oklahoma Trails? I don't like the zoo at all. I hate it. I hate the zoo in every way. I detest it. But yeah, it was fine. Oklahoma Trails is fine. Uh, is that where the owl is? I saw a barn. In the owl. barn? Yeah. Saw a barn owl. That was my favorite. Can't believe you hate the zoo, man. Uh, I detest everything that zoos stand for. Also, it's hot. I hate being there. Uh, animals look so sad. Yeah, I don't like the zoo. Don't like to support the zoo. I went for free. So, <laughs> yep. Uh, I would choose gorilla and I would lose to both. <laughs> so, uh, I lose to most people for, for that matter. So, no. <laughs> You're good at basketball. I'm absolutely not. Absolutely not. That's true. Uh, all right. I don't know how long we went for. I have no idea. Time is a flat circle for me. Okay. Kyrie style. Um, last thing. I'm going to name four NBA players. Okay. Three of them exist. One of them does not. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Okay. One second. Let me pull this up. This is not a fun game. Why is it not a fun game? Because I'm, I'm totally going <laughs> to... Get this wrong. You're good. I need to re-intro it. Nope. Okay. Your four options are... God. 
Nate Hinton. Okay. Mario Joyner. Um, DJ Stewart. And Braxton Key. I'm almost positive Braxton Key is an NBA player. You have Nate Hinton. Okay. Mario Joyner. DJ Stewart. And Braxton Key. I'm going to pick Mario Joyner. I don't think that's not the NBA player. Yeah, I don't think that's an NBA player. You got it. Nice, Derek. Let's go. Mario Joyner is an American stand-up comedian and actor best known as the host of MTV's Half Hour Comedy Hour from 1988 to 1992. He's 60 years old from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Let's go. Um, I'm so happy. Okay, now tell me who those other three guys play for. God. Okay, Nate Hinton. Blazers. Pacers. Oh, I almost said Pacer. Braxton Key. Uh, Braxton Key. Hornets. Pistons. God. DJ Stewart. He plays for the G League Celtics. The Spurs. Dang it. Well, I won the initial game, so that's fine. There we go. I'm proud of myself. That's a I'm good gonna, segment. I like that. I'm going to do that to you next week. <laughs> I'm bringing it on. Okay. I'm going like to have it. some good ones, too. You're not going to know what's coming. Okay. All right. Did we do it? Shout out Mario Joiner. Shout out Mario. We'll join her next week. Hey, Derek! <laughs> That's pretty good. All right. We'll see ya. Peace, panhandlers. Wait. Merchandise. Merchandise. Uh, go to panhandlesmerch.com uh, when you order a shirt from there, which you will inevitably do because they're freaking sick. A bunch of people uh, have been ordering them. Yeah. A bunch is in you. What are mine coming in? <laughs> They're they're coming. Swift. Yeah, when you when you order, go a size up because you need to do that. Got you. You'll want to do that. You don't need a schmedium. You don't. Turn off your schmuscles. Yeah. No. None of that. Uh, go a size up. Follow us on Twitter. Do it. At Deepark OK. At Give It To Him. J A K E E E K E R R. Yep. That's the one. And then follow us at Handles Pod. Do it. H A N D L E S P O D. At Handles Pod. <laughs>